Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome. It is so hard to believe that we are coming to the end of September, but I hope, as I am, that you are feeling the cool change in the air. You are feeling the shifts and changes with the fall equinox, and uh, the times just feel like something is about to happen. And we are going to intend that it is going to be something beautiful, something powerful, and something that activates the power of the universe within you, and that is what we are talking about today. We are discussing the technology of intention and the ability for you to partner with spirit, to co-create your life, to have the creative capacity to be an empowered being on the planet. Michael Bernard Beckwith says that most people suffer from an intentional deficit disorder. Lives kind of meander as individuals are captivated by the emotional contagion of the day, whatever happens to be trending, or are pulled by their perception of past experiences. Intention, as a spiritual faculty and practice, radically shifts us to an authentic, meaningful life lived on purpose. It is certainly true that we have had quite a bit thrown at us in the year 2020. In a way, it has sent us into a frenzy where it might be easy to be pulled into the emotional contagion of the experiences that are happening or the political climate that is uh, existing and the upcoming election that is showing up. The frenzy of trying to figure out how to homeschool our kids if we're not homeschool teachers or attempting to understand whether or not we want vaccines and different things in our lives, or what's going on with our world that is on fire. And it can be very easy to be pulled into those areas and forget who we are, and forget the power that we have, and forget that we have within us the technology of intention if desired to be activated. So today's show is quite powerful, and I am delighted to introduce you to Kim Stanwood Terranova. She's a woman of passionate power who assists individuals with experiencing true inner greatness and unlimited, authentic joy. She has been dubbed the chiropractor of the mind and the master teacher of intentional living. And she holds a license as a practitioner of truth from the Agape International Spiritual Center in Los Angeles and also earned a degree in spiritual studies. She has immersed herself and dedicated her life to the application and practice of universal spiritual truth and wisdom, and has just released a powerful little book called The Technology of Intention, Activating the Power of the Universe Within. The Technology of Intention is a wonderful, important, and timely book for the planet right now. That's what Michael Bernard Beckwith would tell you, and I would agree. Welcome, Kim, to 1111 Talk Radio. It's a delight to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm honored and and thrilled to be with you this morning. So thank you. I would love to start right there with where we are at this time in the world, because I think it is naturally easy to be pulled off course in quote unquote normal times with relationships or life in general 
But then we get thrown these other things that seem out of the blue and kind of surreal and sci-fi at times. Mm. Uh, Then it's really easy to forget. Uh, And instead of going into intention, we find ourselves in tension, (laughs) in lots of constriction. So talk a little bit about why this is so important, and especially right now, both individually and collectively. Absolutely. Our ability to create our lives and our willingness to co-create with the universal power is so palpable at all times. But at times when we are in the midst of massive challenges, it is it is necessary. It's not just possible, it's necessary. It's necessary for each of us to really lean into that inner technology within our souls, our spiritual technology. And I'm, I'm not claiming that it's easy at times like this. It is what we do build our practice for, for moments when we come to these times in life that we can rise up through them. And that takes practice and it takes a willingness to remember again and again and again that we're viewing from our inner eye of spiritual truth more than circumstances. We don't ignore the circumstances, but we use everything within us to rise up through the circumstances. You know, Reverend Michael has has said, and I love it, we are made for times like this to bring forward all that we have within us. We just must remember, so we can't be asleep. It's necessary to stay awake and intention and practice, whatever that is for each individual, whatever connects us to the universal power and to really activate it on a higher vibration when challenges rise up, we rise up to meet them. And you write in the book that the activation point is actually us, that we are the place where it has to happen. Yes, which is so exciting to me because it's right within us. We each, we don't need to seek outward. We bring our inner world out to everyone else. And, you know, so often in society, we've been you know, there's just an element of looking outside, looking at a screen, looking at someone else to see where are we. And when we remember, wait a minute, there's this inner technology within. We came in with it. It's in our DNA to listen really clearly to the inner voice. And that takes a a growth to tap into those energies when times are good and when times are challenging, that we must tap into what is my intention, what is that power within, and be interested in keeping it awake and alert. Just because we came in with it, lots of times the world, you know, we forget who we are. And it's necessary to remember, oh, wait, I, that's the place I start every day in prayer and meditation and intention and in accepting I'm connecting to source before I enter into the, into the world of my day. You know, I think that unbeknownst to us, the majority of individuals have no idea. We all have no idea how unconscious we actually are, mm-hmm. how robotic, how um, triggered on impulse mm-hmm. uh, and how we just automatically jump out of bed, get moving, get going, don't stop, don't think about something until we're actually in it. Mm-hmm. That that life of unconsciousness is what has things just show up at random in our life. And I know that in the foreword, uh, Michael wrote a line that says, without intention, life happens to us. Mm. not through us. And I think that that's such a powerful point to get into because so much of your book is completely about how to realign to life happening 
through us yes. rather than to us. Yes. When, when we allow ourselves to remember, wait, there's something within me, and I'm so interested in that, that it is coming up and out through me versus, you know, allowing life to happen to us. When we, I love what you just mentioned. So often it is the human condition that we jump up and move into action before we allow our beingness to lead. I'll ask people, can you allow your, wake up your beingness and allow that to propel you into your doing nature. And that is a um, a trained ability because it is acceptable in our world to get up and go. And we've been praised for it. The human condition, we've been praised for how much can you do to get done and succeed at versus if I'm rising up through my being nature. So my true spiritual truth that it's coming from the authentic core of my being, then everything that I move into doing is going to be palpable, rich, is going to create joy, happiness, success for all concerned because it's coming from my being nature, not something, not a reaction, as you mentioned, or a to-do list. When we write our to-do list, if it's coming first from, oh, let me just take a moment, just a moment, take seconds to tap in what am I going to bring to my day this day instead of what am I going to do to it? I'm going to bring my consciousness of love, of peace, and enter into the doing, into work, into creating meals for my family from a deep center of I'm just tapping into my energetic self before I begin my day. It's as easy as walking outside and putting our feet on the ground and just saying a prayer before we begin our day or for rising and sitting in bed for an extra 10 seconds and thinking, I'm so grateful for this day. What's my intention as I begin again? So you write in the book, to illuminate the power of this inner technology, we must be awake. And with what we just talked about, about being so conditioned and being in our patterns and just being on that automatic cycle, mm-hmm. what has to wake us up to begin truly utilizing the power of intention? Well, we have so much before us right now to run to wake us up, right? We have conditions and that can wake us up right now if we choose them to if we choose to wake up because of the conditions of everything you listed that are happening in our outside world, that right there is enough to wake us up to know, oof, do I want to be in reaction to this or do I want to participate and be a beneficial presence? So we have a choice to wake up because things are hard or to wake up because the vision of our lives, of what's possible to stay awake, to really create. When, when an individual taps into the power of, I can set my intentions, co-create with the universal force, and bring forward all that I desire, that in itself is an inspiration to create um, consciously versus being asleep. So sometimes we get it through pain, like the circumstances are so dire, I want to wake up because I'm in pain. Or we can have the opportunity to know I'm so interested in what I can create. I'm going to practice this. I'm going to put my toe in the water of waking up to what's possible today. What's my intention? What am I grateful for as I enter into this day so I could see the effects. I could see the manifestations coming rushing back. When individuals begin to feel that, 
that inspiration sparks more when they realize, wow, I just created that. That just occurred in my life because I set the intention, worked with the universal presence, and watched it come back to me in overflow. So we can, we can wake up through inspiration or through pain, but it is our choice. It is absolutely our choice, and I think it's one that we have to make moment by moment, uh, especially when it comes to intention and reading your book, to truly create that aligned, alive, and conscious life. Mm-hmm. means to bring that technology of intention into everything that we do. But before we go into that technology, we have to learn how to disconnect from our external technology, our phones, our computers, all these things that continuously distract us. Talk a little bit about that transition from the constant use and distraction of the external world to really pulling oneself into the place of aligning uh, to be able to set intentions. When, when we live in only looking outward at our screens, what is happening is we have become an unbalanced society because we're looking towards information towards a screen which takes us away from the connection of the spiritual being that's right next to us or in front of us so there must be a balance of we can appreciate screen information and the technology that can bring us information at a speed of light and simultaneously the essence of the core of our being is to connect with another individual to connect with ourselves so the practice is really about setting the intention to put down the screen, to be willing to live in a balanced environment, to start our days and end our days and moments in between with being conscious of how many minutes have I just been on this screen? Can I put it down? Just take three deep breaths and go within, tap my heart to get myself back to my heart space. Say an intention or a prayer and be willing to connect with the beloved who's in front of me. Even if, again, if it's myself, to just be still to my intentions to be willing to connect with myself first and foremost as I reach to others to connect in love with them. We have tools, spiritual tools, self-care tools that once they're activated, we can come into balance so that the screens or anything exterior of our lives can be a benefit, you know, can benefit our lives, but coming first and foremost from the connection within to the one next to me, to the one around the world, that connection, when we look in someone else's soul and really connect heart to heart, anything is possible in healing that because we remember we're a presence of one instead of separation. Our screens could create separation because we're not connecting. And when we look at someone's soul, even if it's through our hearts, then we're connecting from a whole different vibration of healing. It's powerful. That is quite powerful, and I think it's a time where uh, we either get sucked into what's going on outside of us or we realize that there is an alignment that we can attend to. Mm -hmm. Mind, body, spirit have become such buzzwords, but when it comes to intention, uh, it appears that there would be all-inclusive mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. For someone that is having trouble really... um, Believing it it might be hard to tap into the body and the heart and have an embodiment of an intention. Is this process, protocol, um, spiritual practice something that uh, should begin at a certain place within us? or, uh, Or is it something that becomes cultivated 
purely through the practice? Both. Yes, and both. <laughs> it, it is within us, and the practice supports our growing edge. So if one, and, I, and many of my clients come to me with, I've never heard this, or what is the beginning steps? Then when we start slowly in the practice, one can tap into what's available because we start to shift our inner world, We're starting to see from the inner eye instead of the outer eye. So it is the practice, yet it's also moment by moment, where is my attention? When we really start asking empowering questions and then listening to our inner voice, we can tap back in. We must be interested in that. So it, it, does, it does take patience, yet it comes quickly once we begin to wake up our inner world and realize, oh my goodness, there's something going on right here that I can create with that's bigger than anything outside of me. My guest today is Kim Stanwood Terranova, and she is passionate about intention. She is teaching the world about the technology of intention, activating the power of the universe within you, which is the title of her book. We are a technological society, no doubt about it. Our devices keep us informed while also isolating us from each other and from ourselves, our true selves. There is, however, another technology, an inner technology, that brings us back to our true selves and gives us the ability to create lives of joy, abundance, and wisdom. And we're going to talk a little bit more with Kim uh, later in the show about this. Before we go to commercial break, I do want to mention to you uh, BetterHelp.com. Uh, This organization is uh, helping 1 million people take charge of their mental health with the experience uh, with an experienced professional. And I wanted to tell you about them in case you are facing any issues, if you are wanting uh, to achieve certain goals, if anything is interfering with your happiness. BetterHelp will assess those needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They are offering a special for 1111. Uh, talk radio listeners where you can get 10% off your first month. If you will go to betterhelp.com forward slash 11 and you'd spell out 11. Uh, This is uh, a place where you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. This is professional counseling done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide and you get timely and thoughtful responses. Uh, You can do this video or phone And they really are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So I invite you to check them out. Go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash 11 for the 10% off your first free month. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. In fact, there's so many people that have been using BetterHelp, that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Once again, that special offer for 1111 radio listeners is 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash 11. Again, we will be right back to talk a little bit more about intentions and how they give us pathways to consciously creating our lives. Kim Stanwood Terranova is the expert that is going to help you through that. You can find out more about her at kimstanwoodterranova.com. It is in the bio description if you want to click that link. And you can find her book, The Technology of Intention, at Amazon. So we'll be right back after these messages with more of Kim and The Technology of Intention. Have you seen 1111? 
Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome back. Before we dive back into our show with uh, Kim and the technology of intention, I wanted to share uh, another wonderful opportunity for you, and that is with Native.com, uh, NativeDEO.com. Uh, they are also offering a special offer for 1111 radio listeners, and that's 20% off your first order. But I have to tell you all about their products because I've been using them. I love having clean options, and I love sharing with individuals uh, things that will better their life. And uh, I support companies who innovate products that really break the norm to help uh, make individuals' lives healthier and uh, of with greater wellness. And so I read a lot of labels and I do it with everything from the food I buy to the beauty products I use and even the deodorant. And Native has a beautiful line. Uh, this deodorant doesn't just block odor better. It makes everything better. It smells great. Uh, it has uh, coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch. It's vegan. It's never tested on animals. Um, the aluminum forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating And that's why Native never uses ingredients like aluminum or parabens or sulfates or talc. And so I think it's important right now that we all be conscious in many areas of our life 
switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice anything. The scents are amazing. There's coconut and vanilla that I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed the lavender and rose. There's cucumber and mint. And I think I'm going to be ordering the pumpkin spice latte collection. They package beautifully. And they've now also gone to paper packaging, which is another big thing for me, to help our environment uh, in the ways that we can and to go plastic-free by 2023 is one of their initiatives that aims to provide sustainable packaging um, and help our environment. And so I think that's what we need to do also. Our intention needs to be to support companies that are really doing their part to take care of our world and to take care of you. So do what I did. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash 11 or use the promo code 11 at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash 11. Or you can just use the promo code 11 at checkout for that 20% off your first order. It is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. So you can see why so many people love Native and check out you know, over 14,000 five-star reviews. Definitely check this company out. It is worth a look-see and let me know what you think. Uh, I'll also let you know that the brand new edition of 1111 Magazine is out. It is always free. It is on the 1111mag.com website featuring six amazing individuals that are spreading their light, their love, and their creative expression in the world. Uh, inside of there are always beautiful intentions, prayers, and my own writings to support you in living a life of aliveness and greater uh, empowerment. So check that out and let yourself receive. Intention is the key to life, and living in intention means co-creating your life as a result of your everyday choices. Without intention, life happens to you, not through you. So it is important to activate the power of the universe within you. And you can do that with Kim Stanwood Terranova's book, The Technology of Intention. Intentions give you the pathway to consciously create your life. They are the powerful force that point the energy in the direction of all you wish to manifest. And The Technology of Intention is a book that is a guiding light in assisting you in not only understanding the power that you have, but also giving you the roadmap and a step-by-step -step process to ignite that power. So I invite you to go to Amazon, order a copy for yourself and order a copy for a friend. And you can check out all of the things that Kim does by going to kimstanwoodterranova.com. And the link to her website is in her bio. So you can check that out at any time. Welcome back, Kim. Uh, one of the things that you said in the last segment was and it's written in your book that a teacher had said to you one time, you were either pushed by the pain or pulled by the vision. And yes. you go on to tell your story about how you went and, and did what we all do. Go after every book you can find, every class, every workshop, um, searching everywhere outside ourselves for those ways to remember. And although that is powerful in guiding us along our path, ultimately we do have to realize that the power that we seek is inside and that it is aligning with the universe in the way that you're talking about to activate that power within that mm -hmm. is so important. Talk about uh, the distinction between following all those steps along the way and coming to that true point of realizing the only way anything is ever really going to change is if I center and I become that change through my own technology that's within me. Yes. So 
all of those steps are necessary to assist us to wake up. So the the reading of different books, studying with different teachers, being a seeker, and so interested in healing from the pain to bring us to where, oh, we're pulled by the vision because it is what assists us out. And so when we realize, wait a minute, every one of those steps is like priming the pump. When I wake up in the morning and read the certain readings from three different books that I start with every day and go outside and stand on a huge boulder to say my prayers, all of that is waking me up for the day to stay present and available and conscious in the activities of my life. So we, when we remember, oh, I, the power is within And I live in a world, we all live in a world that so much is outside of us, that it is a constant, wonderful, beautiful reminder to, it is right here, and what gets to keep me present to that? Where can I, and that's where I say to people, what is, what connects you to source? One of my clients, he's surfing in the ocean that connects him, that brings him back to himself to remember, oh, the power is right here. I don't have to go out seeking it. But each and every one of us have our own pathway to remember what that is, which is, I call that our spiritual practices. It could be our self-care, but what keeps us present to be plugged into a power that's always happening through us, but for us to activate it. So that's a question for each of us to ask, what is that? Is it running? Is it hiking? Is it journaling? Is it meditating? Is it practicing qigong each of us get to ask ourselves what that is and then participate in those activities of practice on a regular basis you know i think that um, i have come across so many individuals and and hear their language and it's usually about i've got to get this done i have to figure out a way to build my business Mm -hmm. i have to figure out a way to take care of my family i have to do this i have to do that and we completely forget that we can be here in partnership. And so yeah. you call intention the big I. Talk a little <laughs> bit about partnership because that's a huge piece to get people out of this egoic idea that they're doing everything themselves to truly realize that they do have a partner here. Yes, a silent partner that's moving with us that can be loud at times if we allow it. There's, I giggle when people, you know, the statement of I got this, which is a wonderful, empowering statement that I love it to say, we got this, that we're there, the power of spirit that moves within. I am so interested in that because we are co-creators. When we intentions, when we look at an intention and we're go, aiming at, well, I can do this, we've just pulled away from a power that's so unlimited that knows more than us in accomplishing whatever that is we wish for. When we move to the consciousness of I'm co-creating with the power and the presence of the universe, of spirit, then we're tapping into an unlimited source so that it expands the possibility that we receive more than we've ever known. So when people start living and practicing an intention, I ask them, release the how. You do not need to know the how because spirit does, source knows, and we are to line up with that presence, which is our practice within, so that we can surrender to our aim is our intention, our let go is pure, and then our movement is from inspired action because we're catching insights from spirit that guide us to go in a certain direction, make a certain choice because we're more interested in that connection guiding us than us thinking, oh, it's all me. That's that space that you're just referring to, our egoic self of I move, I can do this, 
And for many, that is a wonderful statement to move from I to we. We, spirit and I, are moving through this situation. We're never, ever, ever alone. And it's it's a comforting reminder of, oh, wherever I am in the world at any time that could be so challenging, I still have this spiritual truth within me, this essence that is guiding me, and I'm, I want to listen to that. Mm, there's a powerful line where you write, the universe is just waiting for our clear intentions so that it can assist us in the creation of all we desire. And, and I think that that's something that people need to realize. The universe is waiting for us. Mm-hmm. It's not going to step in without us. And so when it comes to those intentions, is there a certain way to ask? Is there a certain protocol or do we need to be in a certain heart space or a certain position talk us through it as mm-hmm. if we because so many people this is a brand new thing for them sure. to even consider number one that they have the power to create but number two that they have a partner and number three that they can actually have what they want yes there definitely is a pathway which is what was the inspiration to bring the book to the out to the world is that when I call it the power pillars, when there's three points that we can remember when I'm writing intentions, stating intentions, if I cover these three points, I am really bringing out into the universal field a clear statement because that's what intentions are, real clear statements. So one is they're always in the present moment. We don't say my intention is that tomorrow I will accomplish this. They're always now. The universal field is all powers in our present moment. So intentions are based in the present. They're always positive. The languaging is vitally important because we don't use negative words or words that would keep us stuck. And that takes practice. Lots of people will say, my intention is to not eat that chocolate cake. And I'll say, so can we turn it around? Because you've got a word in there that we don't need it to not. We need it to stay. My intention is to make choices that honor my body and all my eating. So they're present. They're positive. And the third element is they're based in qualities, not outcomes. And that is where people really get to practice because we have been taught in society to base our desires on a certain outcome. I want that car, that house, that job. Whereas when I say to someone, tell me about that house, that car, that job. Does it represent freedom? Does it bring you peace of mind? Are you creative and joyous and being of service? Those are the aims we're going for. So the intention would be, my intention is in this moment to call forth a divine opportunity to be of service in my employment and to receive abundant financial wealth in it if someone was aiming for that. See right there, it's positive, it's in the present moment, and they're based in qualities. Now, that spirit we're co-creating because we're not naming it has to be a specific space at a specific time because what if spirit can bring it to us in a way that we never imagined that's bigger than what we could have seen with our outer eye. So the pathway is those three pillars and then practicing that. Positive, present, based in qualities, and then letting go. And that is what, and, and so we don't have to be in a certain place or a certain time of the day. It's all the time. I'm, I'm asking people to set intentions before they walk into a meeting, before they get on a phone call, before they walk into the, their home to say hello to their family after an intense day at work. That It takes moments to sit in the car. What's my intention? To be present with my family and to share my love. And then walk in. 
Because then we're walking in with what we wish to be, not looking at someone else to give us something that could lead to an expectation and a disappointment. So they're, I get thrilled by them because they are our place to create. We just get to stop, take a breath, set an intention, move forward. So I want to break those down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, They must always be in the present moment. And so if they're in the present moment, it doesn't mean that we can be distracted and then all of a sudden just say it. We have to be present to it. Does that mean being present uh, both in what we're feeling? Because what if what is going on right then is some fear? Yes. So present, we could be feeling the fear and still breathe in and tap into taking a breath and, okay, wait, in this present moment, I'm calling forth peace. In this present moment, I'm calling forth calmness. So our breath slows down. We don't ignore what we're in. We also don't give it more power. The intention brings us back to what do I really know to be true? that I may be feeling fear, and I also know there's a power within me that could guide me back to peace. You hold the key to your destiny within your soul, breath by breath, word by word, action by action. Your destiny lies within your power. You are the creative force that lights up the path of fulfillment. The power to experiencing your greatest desires lies within your willing heart. You can choose right here, right now, to say yes on a grand level. It's a yes that will change the life you have known, a yes that will expand your paradigm and lift you to new heights. You are the yes. So Kim Terranova wants to ask you, are you willing? This is from her book, The Technology of Intention, Activating the Power of the Universe Within You. In this book, she teaches readers how to tap into this technology and unleash its power. And we all have that power. We've just forgotten how to use it. The book is a guiding light in assisting you in not only understanding the power that you have, but also the roadmap and a step-by-step process to ignite that power. Kim Stanwood Terranova is a woman of passionate power who assists individuals with experiencing true inner greatness and unlimited authentic joy. She's been dubbed the chiropractor of the mind and a master teacher of intentional living. You can find out more about her at kimstanwoodterranova.com and you can go pick up your copy of the book on Amazon and the book is The Technology of Intention, Activating the Power of the Universe Within You. We'll be right back after these messages. want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships more empowered community greater fulfillment and life purpose the 1111 mastermind community inspires empowers guides and supports transformation shift your mind expand your heart deepen insights let go and chart a new course dream a new dream The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. 
Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. We are talking the technology of intention with Kim Stanwood Terranova. This is a powerful little book that is going to help you take 2020 by storm. You might think that you have been in your homes or quarantined or stopped or halted or whatever it is that you think has happened this year and it might be the year actually to realign you and the perfect place to start is with intention the how is not your job letting go of the how is sometimes the most challenging aspect for individuals who utilize intentions yet it is an absolute necessity remember the power is in the present moment and the how is up to the universe you only block yourself when you go straight for needing to know how you're going to create something this is from kim's book the technology of intention i want to go back to those points kim that we were talking about and the second one in the three power pillars of intentions was that they must be positive Mm -hmm. and there again so often we can have negative beliefs that are surfacing within us or uh, not fully believing in what we're saying so if we are stating an intention how necessary is belief in that moment well our our it's a, it's a benefit that is hugely important, and when someone, and it's understandable when someone may look at me and say, oh, Kim, I don't know that, I know that is, is true right now, it's what I want, but I don't know if it's, that I'm feeling it in my belief, and I'll ask them, would you open the door to willingness? Because if we could be willing, I'm willing to call forth and accept, da-da-da-da, whatever it is, the door to willingness allows our belief to rise up, to meet it. And almost every individual says, yes, I'm absolutely willing. So then the willingness says to the belief, we can shift, that can change, because we start to see again from the eyes of possibility. So it is it is so important, and we can always grow. Our beliefs are always growing and changing, and our practice continues to evolve us to you know, really believe more, because we start to experience more, and every experience and manifestation is in a deeper level of acceptance of, oh, this power is working through me. 
you know, the deceptive intelligence is always finding sneaky little ways to <laughs> to crawl into uh, our activities of our day. And there's a very fine line between intention and expectation. Hmm. And that expectation can bamboozle us to no end. Could you talk a little bit about intention versus expectation? Absolutely. The, the, what I refer to in the book is the expectations that are described in this manner. Anything that is outside of us that we are looking towards for our fulfillment or happiness. So the key words are anything outside of us. If it is a person in our lives behaving a certain way, a job giving us a certain thing, we're, and this is how we catch ourselves in expectation. The second we look for something outside of us to bring us happiness and fulfillment, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment because our power resides within. So it's a human condition, again, to move through the world and, oh, I have an expectation. If I send an email, I'll get a response fast or a text. I should have someone respond back fast. All of those are hidden expectations because it's looking at something happening outside for our happiness. When we come, all we have to do is chip, find that. Like, wow, I just caught myself an expectation. The very next choice is let me get back to intention because that is the fastest pathway to stay out of expectation. And we can take a breath and think, okay, what is my intention? My intention is to be present, to have a deep communication with this being that I'm aiming towards, expecting, but we drop the expectation. I'm willing to open the pathway of communication with this individual at the perfect time. Right there, we just got ourselves out of expectation and disappointment, and we're back to the power of creation. So it is a it's an opportunity to consistently catch ourselves. And I've, I've watched people over the years say, they'll say a statement and they'll go, oops, I'm ex- in expectation right now. And those words could be, if only my mate did this, or if that person would give me that or do this for me. All of those are statements that we could gently see, I'm in expectation and I'm out of power. So what do I wish to create? And we and- ask that question and start again. And is there a place for expectation when it comes to the universe? So if we're setting an intention, Mm -hmm. then are we placing an expectation on the universe or is that something different? It isn't an expectation on the universe. We're co-creating with the universe. And when we keep it in qualities, we're not naming the certain outcomes. So all that the universe could bring us more than we ever imagined because we're aiming on qualities. Now, I want to point to, you know, Ernest Holmes always would say in all of his writings, like, expect the best. Expect He would use expectation in that world. And the goodness of that is to remember those are aiming for the best. That's not as something outside of ourselves has to happen for happiness. And that is why I really urge people to have discernment in their ex. There are good expectations, one like that that Ernest would state over and over is an expectation that is allow- still allowing the universe to bring us surprise because we're not naming the best looks like this. And that has to happen outside of us. We get to keep coming back to our center of I'm creating with spirit. So what is my intention in that creation? Well, and I think that takes us back to your statement about positivity because if we are creating with intention and without expectation, we also can't project our past hurts or wounds onto that intention Correct. or desire. We can use those past wounds as a understanding, like we could u- look at them with, 
oh my goodness, that hurt me so deeply and that isn't something I want to experience again. So what is it I wish to experience? If that hurt was betrayal or if that hurt was pain, that my intention is to call forth a life and relationships with honesty and joy and love so we could use it to observe grab the pearls of wisdom of what is it we wish to learn from that and take into this movement forward. We don't stay stuck by the story, otherwise we're staying in victim mentality and disempowered by that. That happens to so many individuals. They may think they're moving forward, but their head is always constantly turned back. And so you you talk about how to utilize that story and how to move beyond it, uh, both both to empower our ability to utilize intention in our lives and also through intention mm-hmm. to step out of it. Talk a little bit about utilizing that place of qualities uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to the story so that we do create that new life out of the old one. Yes. So... I I do call them pearls of the journey. When we begin to cultivate our pearls from the journey we have been upon, we can pull ourselves out of any victim mentality thinking. So our pearls are this. We don't deny the story. We don't say it didn't happen. We, We honor who we became through it. So I'll ask people, you're here now. So what did you cultivate? Who did you become to get here? through that really difficult story. And when we are more interested in who we became, what we cultivated, did we cultivate patience? Did we cultivate faith? Did we get stronger than we ever knew because we went through that hardship? Then we take that and that is our pearl that we carry onward to heal what occurred. We don't ignore it. We assist in the healing because we're more interested in who we became and that quality lifts us to aim our intention in the present moment because we're taking the quality of strength or whatever that was that we became and we're allowing it to lift us to live in possibility to know, wait a minute, I'm not stuck by what happened. I'm standing here with who I became as this and now my intention is to live this more fully. You write in your book, the basis of true transformation begins with a clear intention to let go. To transform, we must be willing to let go and expand beyond the present paradigm we find ourselves in. Mm -hmm. And so that intention of letting go, because I think letting go is one of the most challenging things for individuals when they've been in a circumstance or a relationship or a place, um, When we want to let go and we set that intention to letting go, is there any additional work that we have to do beyond that intention? Yes. Thank you for asking that question, Simran. It's a beautiful question. Our let go is a place where we will be very vulnerable, open to whatever has been with us that we have um, defined ourselves by, that we have held on to as knowing ourselves through. We get to see more than that, that spirit has more to show us, but we must be gentle and tender with ourselves to know in this let go, I am still held and comforted so that, again, I may take those pearls of who I have become from my past story to give me strength to let go. I practice also that place of deep faith in trusting the universal presence that when we let go, we're letting go of 
a paradigm, a life that we have known up until now. When we keep seeing the vision that spirit sees of our life, which is bigger, there's more. We create a void in every let go for more to come to us. But that's a human experience that's not so easy to always embody because we we hold on to what we know. I look at it this way. Our bodies, when we hold on to something, everything in us constricts. Our cells, our muscles, we're tight. When we let go, which is why very often I ask people, you know, allow your arms to go up and open as if you're ready to take flight so that you're clear that your let go is to a power bigger than you so that our let go can be safe to allow more to come into us because we create we create space with every let go. It is something that we must be really tender and gentle with ourselves as we do move through it because it is hard. And we get to ask for extra support. We get to really live in our spiritual practice when we're in the middle of a let go. But you know, it's been we can look at our lives and see whenever we've probably been holding too tight, something will come in to assist us to let go. And that can be very painful. So our willingness to be gentle with our let go, with every exhale, we let go of another piece of that pain. With every inhale, we come back to accepting more love than we ever knew possible. Every exhale, we let go again. We've only got a couple of minutes left, and I think that people often associate butterflies with transformation. Mm. But in the book, you talk about the caterpillar, and that's where the true alchemy takes place. Mm. Will you take us through the journey of the caterpillar as we close out the show? Because I believe that's where we are as individuals, and that's where we are as a nation and a world right now. Yes, thank you. When we look at our ability to transform like a caterpillar does, a caterpillar goes within and trusts something bigger than itself, so much so that it allows its body temple to be broken down to goo. Like it truly lets go of what it knew, the ability to crawl. And in that, everything breaks down. There's a transformation that is unrecognizable. And in that willingness, something that's birth that's even bigger, our wings to fly, is where we get to look at anything we let go of right now. That It may come messy, it may be messy, but are we willing to practice in the middle of the mess? That caterpillar stays in the cocoon and does not come out until those wings are birthed. We all are in our cocoons right now. And when we cultivate our inner strength, our inner consciousness, and allow anything that doesn't serve us, belief systems, old patterns, to melt away, we can come back out into the world to unification with one another, with wings that we could fly as a nation and as a global union. We must allow anything that doesn't honor us living in a consciousness of oneness to fall away. And that takes enormous strength and self-love as well as love with each other and patience and tenderness. It all begins within our souls. So we can use this time that appears to be in separation in our own individual homes as a time of true inner individual healing. So we re-enter back, bumping into one another with more love, more peace, more understanding that there's room for all of us. There is room for all of us to be honored. And our stretch is to truly live that. There is a direct connection between clear intentions and powerful manifestation, as the energetic field of creation is always listening, and the law of cause and effect does not take a day off. 
it is evident that manifestations are always unfolding. Let us be conscious of all that we're creating and stay awake in remembering the ability we have to use our words wisely. Our job is to focus on the qualities of what we desire and to aim them in the direction of what we wish to create. The rest is up to the universe. Get your copy of The Technology of Intention. That is what I just read from. Activating the Power of the Universe Within You by Kim Stanwood Terranova. Thank you, Kim, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It has been a beautiful and powerful show. You can find out more again at kimstanwoodterranova.com and pick up your copy of The Technology of Intention on Amazon. Next week, my guest will be Juliana and Mark Spickaluck, and they are talking about living a boho, beautiful life. Have you ever imagined yourself living the untraditional life, doing whatever you please, and impacting the world? Well, these two young people are going to tell you all about how they do that. Until then, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.